everyone. This is Brayden and Tally Waller, the voice of my beloved podcast. We are going through the Song of Songs, and we're getting towards the end here. We are in chapter eight. Um, we are we have been very busy, which is why we haven't been uh, finding time to get here to the podcast room. But hopefully, our schedule's starting to clear out a little bit after this. We had a big, long string of events that were coming up, and uh, we've kind of at the end of them, we've got Proclaim Music Festival. We're going up to Iowa, playing um, a set up there at a Hebrew Roots Music Festival. So we're excited about that. Going to see some old friends there and meet new people and play music, all original music. I'm excited about that. So we've been doing practices for that. And what's going on right now, Brayden? What's what's happening? So just a couple days ago, old friend Zadok Johnson, actually we used to live just down the road from them, about 30, 40 minutes uh, when we lived in Tennessee. But he's here. He's been doing these camps across the country where he brings young men in, ages 13 to 20, and they just it's called BSC, Bible Survival Combat. Mm-hmm. And he does this training, and it's life-changing for a lot of these young guys. Mm-hmm. He's such an encourager, such a just a on fire. He was telling me some stories. I mean, he's been across the world in high-risk areas. Um, you may have heard of the Free Burma Rangers. He went over, smuggled himself. And so, uh, just amazing, amazing uh, testimony and just a real on-fire guy. And so I just love love hanging out with him. It's just like oh, really, yeah. really encouraging. It's totally inspiring. He had the children all mesmerized the first night he drove in. He was totally tired. Their car had broken down. And he did this full-blown you know, presentation of one of his trips to China. And the children were all just like, oh with their, you know, mouths open, listening to every, every bit of the story. And so, yeah, just a lot of energy, super, uh, just on fire for God. Just, yes. He yeah. sees, he sees you and he goes, man of God. Yeah. He started a trend around here when we see each other, you know, see, uh, yes. friends, Woman of you know, God. So like, yeah, just calling, you know, just really speaking life and truth yeah. and just really just a, kind of a, a chip off the, the old block with his mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> his uh, mom is such an encourager. Evangeline, have you ever been around Evangeline? She's just totally Amazing. on fire and just encourager. Like you can't hardly be around her without just leaving like, wow, I just got encouraged. Right, right. <laughs> and not to mention her, his grandmother, who is Nancy Campbell. And, you know. A whole string of encouragers whole there. A whole string of encouragers. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and just seeing the generations and how God's used each one of them. And um, yeah, and we've got Colin and Nancy coming out in, a, in what, end of or mid August, too. So we really like that family. Yeah, we like the whole package. They're all great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I think we can jump in to the study here. Yeah, so we're just wrapping up with the last bit of chapter seven and verse 13, and then we'll get into chapter eight. But uh, jumping in here, chapter 7, verse 13, the mandrakes give off a fragrance. So in the Bible, there's only a few references to mandrakes. This one, and then there's only one other one a story in Genesis, many of you are probably aware of, with Jacob and Leah. So here, Genesis 30, verse 16, when Jacob came out of the field in the evening, Leah went out to meet him and said, you must come in to me, for I have surely hired you with my son's mandrakes. And he lay with her that night. So in Bible times, evidently, this was like a some sort of deal where if you had mandrakes, 
it was something to really woo your husband to (laughs) be with you. So, uh, so here in the Song of Songs, uh, the mandrakes are this picture of you know something that is is a drawing. drawing, Yeah, the mandrakes give off a fragrance. It's actually the Hebrew word is dodaim. So if you're familiar with Hebrew, you've heard probably heard the phrase dodi, right? Mm -hmm. Anile dodi ve dodi li, and so. Actually, the word, the Hebrew word mandrake is dodaim. So it's actually connected. It's like kind of like what you could say in translation in English would be like a love plant, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So here the mandrakes give off a fragrance. And so the idea would just be that, you know, we carry the fragrance of Messiah and that the the bride here is just saying, you know, I have something that he desires. Uh, The mandrakes give off a fragrance. Is this, yeah, kind of a poetic way of saying, you know. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's something there's a love there's there's love. Yeah, well, yeah. she she's also you can see even with um with Leah here, she went out of her way to get these mandrakes to attract her husband, and so I see I see it as like the bride being very purposeful in her kind of um, pursuit in the relationship, in in really wanting to draw near to you know to. Um, encourage that closeness, you know, of the bridegroom, which, um, you know, I think sometimes as, as believers, we don't even realize how, um, we do things that kind of put distance between us and the bridegroom because he's a holy God. And so if we're inviting, you know, things that aren't holy into our lives, um, you know, it's, it's the opposite effect of a mandrake, you know? So the mandrake I'm thinking it's when we walk in holiness or like we walk in a place where it attracts the presence of God, you know? Yeah, that's good. So going on, it says, and our gates are pleasant fruits is what uh, the new King James says. Actually, I think this translation here, the NIV is a little better because fruits aren't actually in the Hebrew. Uh, NIV says, and at our door is every delicacy. So just the bride is saying here that, you know, at our door, basically it's within our, our territory. There's this place of just delight and delicacy mm-hmm. in the goodness of God of just his, his blessings are here at the very door. I mm-hmm. uh, don't have to go, you know, across the country to find it. It's just right here at the door. Mm-hmm. And so the bride is just, uh, here experiencing and the blessing our, at our gates. It's like with this relationship, it's like, the fulfillment, you know, it's where all of the good things are. Right. Is that like our, you know, in this relationship, it's not anywhere else. You know, how many of us look other places to find those, you know, you know, fulfillment or something like that, but Mm -hmm. it's at this, the door of our house, like the really, this relationship. Right. Ephesians 1, 3, blessed be the God and father of our Lord, Yeshua Messiah, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Messiah. So here, Paul's talking about this, that he, we have every spiritual blessing. We have the delicacies of heaven right mm-hmm. at our fingertips. And so just receiving that and believing that mm-hmm. is so good. And then she goes on to say, all manner, new and old, which I have laid up for you, my beloved. So she's talking about the mandrakes, the delicacies, and she's saying there's, there's new things and old things. These things I'm laying up for you, my beloved. It's like she's thinking about her beloved a lot, like 
all this stuff is for him really. Mm-hmm. And I just love it, the new and old here. So there's a, also a passage in Matthew, Matthew chapter 13, verse 52. Then he said to them, therefore, every scribe instructed concerning the kingdom of heaven is like a householder who brings out of his treasure things new and old. So here, this person that's instructed in the kingdom of heaven is bringing out things new and old out of his treasure. And so this is a picture here of the bride as well, that she's, she's bringing new things. There's, there's new experiences that she has with the bridegroom, and then there's old things. And so not to ever lose sight of the importance of both of those, right? In some circles, they hold on to the old so tightly that they cannot experience the new, the new blessings that God has for them, the new experiences God has for them. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes we can be so obsessed with the new that we forget the old and, and we can almost have a, mm-hmm. a way of looking at the old as if it's, you know, out of date or it's, you know, no longer mm-hmm. relevant to me, but wow, no, the bride here, she's like, there's things new and old that I'm going to take and bless my bridegroom with. And so I just, I think of like the hymns is, you know, being kind of something like the old, right. And mm-hmm. I just, there's some beautiful hymns mm-hmm. uh, that are just so ministering. And uh, so you can take those, you know, minister to the bridegroom with those old hymns and just bless him with those. But then there's the new song, you know, singing to the Lord a new song. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think where we, we get ripped off is if we ever exclude, mm-hmm. you know, one or, the one or the other, but just to realize that there's a place for the new and the old mm-hmm. and to just appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also just thinking of like, this is the place of surrender where it's like all of who I am like I'm giving to you kind of a thing. I'm thinking even with like past, present and future, you know, that everything, you know, not only am I giving you everything right now, but I'm going to do it from now on. And I'm going to give you all of my past, you know, like I think a lot of us want to say, think, oh, you know, like of course there are things in our past, you know, the old man that you want to get rid of, but like just even surrendering that, like as God, was doing a work in my life. And I'm even giving all of that, my whole story, the old and the new, all of that to you. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. All right. So here we are at chapter eight, verse one. Oh, that you were like my brother who nursed at my mother's breast. If I should find you outside, I would kiss you. I would not be despised. So this is one of the more interesting verses to try to understand what the meaning or the interpretation is in the song the Italian I've talked about there's been a handful it's like okay how do we actually talk about this verse there's a few options here of looking at it yeah so the passion translation it says if only I could show everyone this passionate desire I have for you if only I could express it fully no matter who was watching me without shame or embarrassment so I think number one here we can gather from this verse the bride has a desire to publicly acknowledge her bridegroom. One thought is that she's speaking to the bridegroom after the resurrection. That's, that's one thought of this verse is that basically he's, he's gone and now, oh, I wish that you were here with us, you know, just longing for him to come back, mm-hmm. um, you know, to see him outside, as, as we mentioned here, you know, coming in the clouds. She wants to see him coming in the clouds and to actually be able to, you know, know him like a brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... Oh, go ahead. I, I'm going to, I'm going to judge each of these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pick my favorite at the end. Oh, that just, one was all right. <laughs> one no. interesting note is that in ancient times, it was acceptable for a sister to hold her brother's hand in public, whereas it would not have been acceptable for her to hold her betrothed hand or her fiance's hand. Yeah. And so 
here the bride is saying, you know, oh, I wish we could just have the familiarity, you know, of just if only if you're like my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, who nursed at my mother's breast, indicating this is a full brother, right? Back in mm-hmm. Bible times, you know, look at most of the families and a lot of the families in the Bible are mixed families. Yeah. And uh, but here she's saying the one who nursed at my mother's breast. You know, this this person that had uh, you know I, I shared the same mother and father, and uh, I just love to be able to relate to you like that 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 closeness. Closeness, yeah. And um, so she's just longing for this place of just being able to relate to the bridegroom unhindered. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, that's interesting because I didn't have a brother, so I don't know exactly, but I would think it would be if only you were like my husband. Right. But, but whatever. Okay. Uh, verse two, I would lead you and bring you into the house of my mother. So here, uh, she's desiring to bring her into the familiar. Yeah. Bring, bring him. She's bringing him into the family. Right. Right. Yeah, I would lead you and bring you into the house of my mother. So she wants to bring him into these familiar relationships, right? Mm-hmm. And that could sometimes be a tough place, you know, because we can be really spiritual around our spiritual friends, but then the family, you know, your family, uh, that's, that's like they know you. Then they're, they know, you know, when you're just being, what, mm-hmm. not being sincere. Or not, and so it can be a little bit of a challenge. But she wants to bring him into the house of her mother. And as we mentioned throughout the song, the mother refers to the body, right? Into the, you could also say she wants to bring him into the congregation, right? Mm-hmm. The, the place of fellowship. Mm-hmm. And I, this is a beautiful thing. Just thinking about how, you know, in the scripture, the mother bringing forth the, the bride, you know, the mm-hmm. body giving birth to the bride. And now she wants to bless she wants to bless the mother. She yeah. wants to bring the presence of the bridegroom back into the place of fellowship. You know, yeah. The people that blessed her, now she wants to bless them. Yeah, I really love that because that that's really goes with the whole generational thing of being discipled and then wanting to be your, you know, do your part in, in um, I don't know, in just, you know, blessing the body and, and giving back, uh, from all that, you know, people poured into you. I just love that, that whole picture. Yeah. yeah it's really good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then it goes on to say, she who used to instruct me, the mother instructed her in the things of God. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, now she wants to honor her mother. Right. Mm-hmm. And just like I talked about, she wants to bring mm-hmm. this blessing back to her mother. And I think that's such a key thing to do because we can sometimes just go on our journey with God and not even think about the people that sowed into our lives early mm-hmm. on and just kind of in a way dishonor them and mm-hmm. not be appreciative of what they've done for us. And so, but here the bride's like, Oh, I want to, mm-hmm. I've received such riches. I've received such a blessing uh, yeah. in knowing the bridegroom. Now I want to go back and just minister. I just want to, yeah. I just want to be a blessing, a servant. I want to love those people that really bless me. Uh-huh. You know, I'm also just uh, just thinking about this whole picture again, but um, I'm thinking especially at that time, you have your family, you grew up with your family, you've got brothers and sisters, your mom and dad, everyone's living in the same house. For the most part, girls would get married, they'd move off somewhere, right? And so um, just the specialness, and uh, you know, for those of us that, that have gotten married and stuff it's like that original core family starts changing once people start getting married you know they get married and they go out they leave and they cleave that's what's supposed to happen you know right (laughs) but like just how there's a beauty to that core family that closeness that's there and so maybe that's what she's saying if only i could have both of those 
you know, like, uh-huh. or if, if, you know, there could be like a husband, but you, I could bring you to my mother and like, it would be like one big happy family, you know, right. like this kind of two worlds, um, you know, coming together kind, kind of a thing. I don't know. Right. That's what I'm kind of, yeah. Cause it's, you know, that's part of what she's saying. It's like your brother, I could kiss you. We could, you know, whatever. And then we could go to mom's house, you know, right. like it's yeah. like, and it would be great. And everyone would love you, you know, <laughs> like right. who knows, like maybe, you know, I'm sure this never happens today, but maybe some of the siblings don't like the person, the person married, you know, and it's not as welcoming to go back home. I don't know. <laughs> right. So just that picture of family and yeah. invitation. And, yeah, that's good. Yeah. So she goes on, I would cause you to drink of spiced wine and spiced wine obviously would be more expensive wine. Spices are expensive. Back in Bible times, the spices were expensive. And so she's basically saying, I would, I want to give you the best. I want to give you the offering, the best offering possible in the house of my mother, Mm -hmm. in this place of the congregation, the place of the body of Messiah. Mm -hmm. I want to worship you and and just bless you. And she goes on, of the juice of my pomegranate. And so here, just this personal offering, you know, think of pomegranate juice. Just uh, if you ever squeeze a little pomegranate, it's just like this squeeze. It's kind of an interesting thing. It just Mm -hmm. pops out. But anyway, she, yeah, she (laughs) wants to, uh, give her personal offering and here's verse second timothy 4 6 for i am already being poured out as a drink offering so there's a personal personal offering there of the bride within the house of her mother and so yes so we uh, want to wrap up there and bless you all bless you all to continue to seek the bridegroom and to offer him, you know, one of the biggest verses for me in, out of this study, Tally, is just bringing things new and old, yeah. you know, appreciate the ancientness of our faith. Yeah. It goes way back, you know, thousands of years, you get the Psalms to worship, mm-hmm. you get all these things, but then there's new things that God is doing and don't yeah. miss out on that. So yeah. God bless you as you continue to su- pursue the bridegroom. Mm-hmm. This is Brayden and Tally reminding you to listen to the voice of your beloved bridegroom. He's coming quickly. I love you and I want